Welcome, everybody, to another episode of 3-Minute Marketing, where we interview the world's leading growth and marketing experts uh, and condense it down into three-minute value bombs for your, for your listening and your snacking pleasure. I'm your main man, Chris Mechanic. It's great to have you here. Uh, if you um, like this show, if you you know are, are loving it, please like, subscribe, leave a comment. We listen to each one. Uh, super excited today to be talking to Drew Nicer. Drew Nicer is pretty much like the king of B2B marketing. I mean, he's one of these guys that's kind of, you know, hybrid strategist, uh, writer, you know, promoter. He's got a massive network of CMOs. He runs the number two, maybe even number one podcast for CMOs uh, at this point. But you know, very, very talented, very well networked, knows B2B cold. When Drew talks, I listen, and I'm excited to have you here today. Hey, Chris, thanks for those very kind comments. I don't know if any of them are true, but I'll try not to let you down. <laughs> well, one thing, uh, so Drew and I have known each other for some time, um, you know, in real life, not just podcasting life. But one thing that I just learned about you from your website, you actually were credited for the naming of the Tough Book, Panasonic's Tough Book which has probably done over a billion dollars in sales by now. Yeah, it has. And, uh, and, I, and I love that. And it's just one of those rare opportunities where they bring you a heavy notebook computer and say, hey, help us come up with a, a name for it. And it turned out that this magnesium casing was what made it strong. And, and, and we actually named it. And then they developed a product that was incredibly tough. So yeah. it, was a, it was just a, a, a wonderful moment in one's career. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. All right. Well, let's get going. You know, we only have three minutes. I want to talk B2B today. I'm, you know, probably, probably a good 30 or 40% of our business is B2B. So we know it well, and it's, you know, evolving quickly, just like the rest of the space. Um, but I got, a, I got a question for you. If you are ready. I am ready. Cool. So I want to know from your perspective, what are some of the top mistakes that you're currently seeing B2B marketers make, say like the top five or top three or however many mistakes and what they ought to be doing instead. I'm you got start it. The timer now. Okay. So the five biggest mistakes that we're seeing that B2B marketers are making. Number one is what we call the peanut butter effect. They're trying to do too much, too many targeted personas, too many channels, too many messages. And they think that this micro messaging is actually going to work, but Gartner research shows it's the opposite. You've got a buying committee. You send different messages to each one of those. You're 2.2 times less likely to get the sale. So, and our research shows that only 40% of CMOs can describe their brand in eight words or less. So this trick to the peanut butter, fighting the peanut butter fact, simple story, tell it 18 different ways to customers, prospects, and, uh, and employees. Okay. Number two, the targets are backwards. Most marketers think prospects, then customers, then employees. We want to reverse that and say, employees are your number one target, customers are number two, and prospects are number three. Employees, if they don't buy a new brand story, you're dead in the water. But if they do, they're the greatest ambassadors that ever existed. Same with customers. If they don't buy the story, you're done. Why bother? So they, but on the other hand, they become your best 
advocate. So you know you got it right when your cust- your employees are really proud of the company they work for and your customers are uh, part of a community and feel like they're part of a community. Okay, number three, rebranding without changing the product or service. And this one really drives me crazy that a new CMO comes in, say, hey, we need a new logo and a new uh, color and a new website and not they don't do anything. There's no material change to the product or service. And so all they're really doing is putting a coat of paint on an old barn. And then, so if they... They can change the promise, but if they don't change the service behind it and educate employees on how to deliver on this new promise, then they've not only put old paint, you know, paint on an old barn, but they didn't tell the farmer and the cows are getting covered in paint and it's all bad stuff. Great marketing is about, is not about fluff. It is about service and selling through service. Okay, number four, spending too much on MarTech. And this one drives me crazy. You talk, and you will know this. Too much tech, not enough staff, not enough marketing. There's a confusion out there. MarTech is not marketing. It's just tools. And Forrester estimated that they're spending, overspending $18 billion on this stuff. In the book, I talk about how to automate attentively, get that budget of on MarTech under 10% of what you're doing. And most importantly, only, you know, if you add a tool, think about what you can take off. Just, just don't keep adding tools. All right. And the fifth one, and this was a big one in March and April of 2020, which is retreating during a crisis. Many CMOs gave budget back, they furloughed staff, and now they're scrambling. Others recommend and recognize this was a crisis in a moment to shine. That takes courage. I know CMOs have contacted every one of their customers. A big thing that happened in this crisis, you could prove you were essential. If you prove that you were essential, you really stepped up. And one of the things that came out of the crisis for us was CMO huddles. We founded it during the pandemic because it was a way of helping our customers. It's now a business. That's what we mean by not retreating during a crisis. All right. That's what I got. Five tips. I love that. I love that. I mean, that's so much knowledge and wisdom all into one. Just to summarize what I got, peanut butter effect, doing too much, too much segmentation, trying to personalize too much, backwards targeting. Go. I've never heard that before. I like that though. Employees first, then customers, then prospects. Don't rebrand. You know, Don't just slap a coat of paint on a rebrand without changing the engine parts out. MarTech, everybody, you know, B2B and B2C alike are just kind of seduced by the latest and greatest in MarTech. And it's not a problem solver by itself. It's just a tool like anything else. And then keep spending, keep spending through a budget. We saw that, you know, the clients of ours that spent well, uh, you know, and continued spending gained market share and, and the auctions were just cheap while everybody was pulling out. So I love that. Let's close because it's three minute marketing, but stay on the line. Um, I know that you have a book. I'm excited to read it personally. I hope you'll send me a copy. Um, yes, but sir. if you if you'll make that you know a few copies available to our audience, uh, I'm sure that they would love it as well. We can include that in the bonus material. Uh, and Drew and I will keep talking. So there should be a link somewhere <laughs> to uh, a longer video. Uh, but yeah, Drew, why don't you go ahead and um, let people know where they can find you or how they can claim a copy of your book. Sure. You can find everything on renegade.com. We also have a microsite for the book, renegademarketing.com. And if you're a B2B CMO and you can care, share, and dare with the best of them, feel free to check out cmohuddles.com as well. Love it. Love it.
Okay. Thank you very much, everybody. If you like this, please like, subscribe, comment. We read every comment. We love your comments. Let us know what you liked, what you don't like, what you'd like to hear more of, what topics you're interested in, and we'll talk to you next time.